0: Dive in with code WINGEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at Toink.com.
1: To another episode of Wookiee Radio, it is the Smuggler's Three Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing?
0: Not bad. Can't wait to sit down again and watch another um, the finale of Kenobi again.
1: Yes. Oh man, I
0: can't watch it for the first time. <laughs> Wishing I was in Canada. Why? There's one or two theater chains in Canada that are actually running it in the theater on the, um, as a six part all just running it together as a movie. Oh, wow. That'd be kind of cool. I guess it's some promotion that's only happening in Canada. That'd be cool. Oh, Canada. Yeah, as beautiful as this mo- this show was, it's like imagine seeing it on the big screen in a movie theater.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so um, check out the homepage, Wookieeradio.net. Yes, it will get updated soon because I'm about to be on an eight-week, quote-unquote, vacation <laughs> as I'm recovering, hoping to get some Star Wars mods. Be modded, but I don't think so.
0: Yeah, go see Thundercat. That's all.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen though. But, um, so yeah, as I'm recovering from knee surgery, uh, where uh, I'm gonna have time to get stuff caught up, but um, I'm gonna say, guys, I have for y'all the new, um, it's it called I don't remember, it's a new audiobook. I got oh, it you the, guys. Uh, the Sith one, yes.
0: I was gonna ask if you had that already,
1: yes, and working on trying to get Adam, the author. As a guest, oh we might have to may have to record on a on a, on a weekend it's, he's yeah. in the UK five hours ahead
0: well we gotta um I did hear a review from it because I guess the embargoes are all up now then um the one review that I heard was um they're just about the I didn't realize this actually takes place during the sequel time and actually sets up the sequel trilogy finally we get to actually learn about Exegol, about some of the uh, the Sith Empire and all that stuff.
1: oh, interesting that i was not aware
0: i can't wait to read this one
1: uh, or at least lazy read it <laughs> i am dropping it into our show folder now Sweet. Uh, but um start off the week like we have been recently uh we're gonna do some collectibles first um new week for obi-wan wednesdays some new stuff revealed a obi-wan kenobi pop five pack ooh so, uh, this five pack includes, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. A, I mean, yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, <laughs> Tala in Imperial outfit, Reva, <laughs> AKA third sister and, uh, broken, broken, and Roken. Yep. Nice looking set. Yeah. Walmart exclusive, uh, rounding up 50 bucks.
0: That's not bad. 50, um, That's 50 10 bucks bucks, 10 bucks a piece. Yeah, it's four, not terrible. And 40, 49
1: uh, and yeah. 88 for the five. So round up, 50 bucks. It's not bad. No. Not bad. Uh, also, too, the Purge Trooper statue from Gentle Giant. That one's not going to be available at Walmart. No. And, and I'm assuming this, these are being called uh, Phase 2 Surge Troopers. It's the Purge Trooper that we see in um, Fallen Order. The helmets almost look like the Airborne, airborne Troop home troop helmets because they had the rolls on them this doesn't have this almost looks like a, a tight version of, of arca's helmet but to continue on um, yeah, if you
0: go to their website they have some really good pictures of it
1: yeah like i said the helmet the helmet looks different so i'm wondering this is what they're considering um phase two updated helmet
0: um it's
1: so like i said you look at if you if you google search purge trooper fall in order it's a totally different helmet yeah so uh, next up from Mad Engine, uh, there's an Obi-Wan t-shirt, which has Vader and Obi-Wan on it. Uh, and then Pop Pop Grips from Pop Sockets. Uh, the, the main one is I am what you made me with Vader. And then this next, the last item released, uh, I'm going to go over to comic.com, says starwars.com, because they give better information about it. Um, some new stuff from Hasbro. Ah, I I don't know if I have, said this on air or not, I am about <laughs> dumb Black Series, collecting Black Series. Yeah. I, I'm at that stage that it's gotta be something very impressive for me or a a theme that I could get fairly easy without having to kill myself to find to do. Um which some stuff like I've got one thing that uh the Rogue One troopers that I've almost got complete, uh there's a couple other things that I've almost got complete, which is gonna be fine i I get that done um other than that i I'm almost done with black series. I'm ready to go back to the vintage collection and, and this new retro line,
0: yeah, well, for me, I have never been a completionist. It's just a matter of uh, does that look really cool when i if I see it when I'm out?
2: There's very few yeah. things that I actually look for, yeah, and that, I, I don't I don't really collect figures much these days. I'm not really much of a hassle. I'm not really
1: being a completionist, so to speak. It's again themes. I'm missing triple zero from the Afro BT BT one and triple zero set in black series. I'm just missing trips. I want to find trips. I want to get another um, uh, Adat driver and then try and find General Veer so I can do that little diorama setup uh, with Veers, the Adats, and the Snowtroopers because I have two Snowtroopers. Um, again, I'm missing three. One is going to be hard to find. Um, I'm missing three troopers from Rogue One, having all the armor units that have been released so far. Uh, I'm debating whether I'll get another Royal Guard or not, and then the Emperor, to, to do that mock-up. Uh, I need to find one more First Order trooper to go with my First Order set from Galaxy's Edge, because they come. it comes with a Mountain Trooper. Well, I have two Mountain Troopers now, um, but he doesn't want... Ren or Kylo doesn't walk around with mountain troopers in the park. He walks around with first order troopers. Well, I've got one. I just need one more just to go with that look, with that theming. Um, Other than that, there's not really a lot out there that I'm like, okay, I gotta get, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. Um, I could do more of that with the vintage collection and actually save some money because I too vintage collection, get one black series the way they're pricing anymore. But What was announced today? Ned B premium six inch figure.
2: Yeah. He looks cool. This I will, this I will buy.
1: Sorry, Derek. Hmm? What were you going to say?
2: I was just saying he looks pretty cool.
1: So at this stage in the game, black series, I'll go after droids too. So I could do a droid display. I I think I'm at that stage. Uh, I'll do droids and do a history of droids or do, you know, do the droid representation from the, from the saga, whether they're bounty hunter droids, like zero, like, uh, one from episode one of Kenobi um, to Ned to the Astromax to L3. They make a Black Series droid. I, I think I may do the droids. So, yeah. Uh, also, two coming out is a three-pack set in this three-pack. We're going to, it's a Obi-Wan Kenobi multi-pack, which will have Ben Kenobi, Tibidon Station, Tika, and Purge Trooper phase two armor. So, yes, that is phase two armor, phase two helmet.
0: This actually is the um, is priced um, nicely for uh, for three Black Series figures, which are usually twenty to twenty-five bucks each. This is only uh, fifty-one dollars.
1: These are not Black Series. <clears throat> These are vintage collection. Vintage, okay. And I'm gonna say that's a little high.
0: Yeah, I have a couple of three packs that they have put out in the past, but they were from a couple of years ago. But they weren't this. You can see it's an overpack of the three individual um, figures on their original cards.
1: Actually, actually, this is about price right. Uh, take it take the 5099 divide by three and it comes out to uh 1699 which is about right say around about 16.
0: yeah the three packs i have are actually just it's a regular card with just the um yeah three figures in it
1: yeah they they have done some of the newer ones they have done the uh each one's on a card uh because they did the same thing with the um if you look at hasbro pulse they did the same thing with the clone set but with the five hundred first set but uh, you know if you want to to collect the different Kenobis, this is a perfect set to get. Because it, it has the Kenobi, because I don't think this Kenobi has been released or is being released separate. I think this is the only way you're going to get this Kenobi.
0: I don't know. I'm sure you can get them out some other way too.
1: Quite possibly. I don't know. I have to do, I have to do some research. But Kenobi's not something I, I'm looking for. I, I mean, oh, I, I love the character. That way. I like the character. It's just, it's not what I want in my collection. I mean the purge trooper looks cool but if they did the the fallen order purge trooper too so we have phase 1 phase 2 that'd be great so you have the evolution but if not I don't want to I, I don't want to grab something with the hopes of maybe they'll make the phase 1 so and then the Jawa is this one's different um with Tika. is it still yeah, the, this is the one that was
0: specifically the that was talking to him
1: right this is but the, the figure's different it's got the molded head with the molded hood but the cloak is soft goods on the body. I don't know if sure? it, yeah, looks like it's, it's a soft good cloak on the body with the vest on top of that. I don't, I don't, it doesn't look like it has a hood, but then again, I could be wrong. Soft goods hood, but I could be wrong. This I mean, it's nice. It's a nice sculpt. I like it. Just amazing what they've done with the Jawas over the years. Uh, in addition to the black series and vintage collection figures, Hasbro also unveiled a new double bladed addition to the lightsaber forge line that will launch sometime this fall. Uh these are double bladed flick sabers. Um and there is the Inquisitor Masterworks double bladed electronic lightsaber. These are the, the flick sabers. Extendable red blades, two caps, electronic, two electronic hilts, and three clip-on rings. So you could change make-
0: the ones that you can yeah, change interchange out yeah. in a bunch of different ways.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. And then Lego introduced uh between LegoCon at LegoCon. Uh we'll start first with uh the Justifier. this Kid Cad bane ship from Yeah, that's
0: gonna be a cool one.
1: From uh Bad Batch. Yeah. This looks awesome. Uh features you know,
0: the, uh, Lego website, it's a really cool um it's actually got a bunch of different cool features and stuff. Uh
1: many fakes include Cadbane, Omega, Phoenix Shand. Hunter, along with a Toto 360 Lego droid figure. Okay, that's cool. Uh, rear engine that folds up and down for flight and landing, a detailed cockpit, cockpit spring-loaded shooters on the wingtips, and a laser gel cell to imprison
2: Omega.
0: It's also got landing gear that actually folds up and, um, and yeah. down.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know it's supposed to technically be a toy for kids, but I do wish it didn't have the spring-loaded missiles. Yeah, yeah well... Yeah. They've
0: got better with it actually, um, not looking as obvious that it's a play feature,
1: yeah. Uh, also, to introduced was the ATTE Walker from Attack of the Clones and, Cl- and Revenge of the Sith. Uh, this one's more on the Revenge of the Sith side. Uh, Lego set,
0: definitely a troop builder Lego set,
1: yeah. Uh, features. Mm-hmm. Posable legs, a 360 rotating, elevating, heavy blaster cannon with two stud shooters. It's eh, stud shooters. A detachable minifig cockpit and two detailed cabins for space up to seven minifigs. Five are included. Commander Cody, a 212 clone gunner and three 212 clone troopers. Um, three battle droid Lego figures and a buildable dwarf spider droid also included So realistically one two three four five six seven eight minifigures and then the uh spider droid which is nice looking sets yeah uh, and i like the improvements to the uh to the blaster the clone trooper blaster rifles to long rifles
0: yeah the three regular um three regular minifigs that are um, clone troopers one of them has regular blaster two of them have the rifles.
1: Yeah, they're nice looking rifles. Nice addition, what they did to it. So um, what do you all think about the collectibles that are coming out? What excites you?
0: Lego's always exciting. The If I could afford to get Lego. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I've always, uh, Hasbro has some awesome looking figures. It's just a matter of you can never find them.
1: Right, right. And I hate the pre-order because the pre-order takes so long. Yeah. Pre-order now, come out a year from now. Mm-hmm. If you
0: don't pre order now, you're not going to get it when you get close to the release time. Yeah, I don't, I'm not usually not at all excited about the, um, the newer lightsabers that they're making like that or like this, but that's because it's not aimed at me anyway. Right. These are for right. young
1: kids. But I like the fact that the hilts still look decent. They're supposed to look the, like what they're supposed to look like.
0: Yeah, they do. The problem, the problem I've always had is they're just too big. I understand they you got to hide the stuff inside of them and all this stuff, all that. Yeah,
1: I, I found the the hilt's almost too big, but the blade's too small. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But for the target audience, for the for kids, that's fine. They don't care.
1: For most kids, they can't reach that long anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: The close quarter combat, combat probably a little bit better for them. It's the way it. The balance is almost oh, yeah. right for them.
2: <clears throat> I like
1: that Funko Five Pack. Yeah. That looks pretty cool like how they 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 did bring and bring the what bring them all together and it looks like the only one that hadn't been released before was rankin or or rockin his name is rogan rogan everyone (laughs) else is it has been announced as individuals you can buy them individually
0: that's the only way to get him is to get the five pack everybody else you can get
1: one at a time which is cool which is fine
0: well yeah they get to sell more pops
1: and in the long run, the five pack is almost cheaper.
0: And I was just flipping through Amazon, and I found the um, I forgot they put out a Clone Force ninety nine five pack. Did they? Yeah, I believe so. Hang on. Same price?
2: Uh, no, it's like sixty five. Uh, That's still not bad. Still not bad. I think I like the uh, Black Series Ned B too because it's yes, new.
1: Yes, it's new and different. What? What they've done Black Series-wise for the droids has been amazing. I, I like what they've done with the droids. Now I have to go back and try and figure out the droids, what droids have been released completely. Because I, I, may, I may see about getting the droid collection. The okay, harder,
0: I dropped it in the chat where that, um, the other five pack. Oh, wow, that's not bad. It or, is 70, but still.
1: I wish there was a variation with the helmets, too. That'd be cool as well.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. I actually,
1: wait a minute. Don't tell me there is one without. I see two of the helmets. I see Wrecker and see Hunter.
0: You got another link in the chat. Ta- in the chat,
2: looks oh, like they have individual. They have them individually with their helmets. Yeah.
0: Well, they sell them as a five pack also. I don't know if they're all in one kit, but
1: I don't think I, I have a feeling they're not. But still looks good with the helmets too.
0: You still get them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's oh, not bad. Same price, seventy bucks. So. Uh, Do y'all see the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation trailer? Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, we're going to go over it anyway, Derek.
0: Well, it's a trailer, so it's not really
1: spoilers. That's fine. I'm not really that concerned. Uh, this, the show comes out August 5th. Um, as the title implies, the story finds Finn arranging a surprise trip for his friends aboard the luxurious Halcyon Star Cruiser for some much-needed R&R. There are five things we love from the trailer that we can't wait for for more when Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation arrives August 5th.
0: Yeah, what I watched is before you get into that too much. um, It's interesting because it seems like this bounces all over the timelines.
1: Yeah, yeah, it brings a lot of the timelines all together. I really had to look at this having spent time on the ship going, okay, wait, how do they do this for Lego? and some of it i'm disappointed in some of it it's like okay i understand they gotta take some liberty
0: yeah i mean they gotta make it lego
1: yeah but uh number Dude, one
0: weird owls in it i mean come on
1: number one the easter eggs um there's a lot of nods to the fans uh, we spy r2 and 3po wearing the chandrilla starline logo on robes which are available at the star cruiser uh a ronto wrap available at galaxy's edge In some Arabish writing, which I haven't sat down and translated yet, uh, we have a feeling there's a lot more to find. I agree. Uh, Number two, the saga-spanning stories. Uh, Like most Lego Star Wars specials, uh, this one has done a great job in incorporating all eras of the saga. It's a way of offering something for everyone, but to tell stories that aren't really possible otherwise. Um Finn becomes separated from his friends on the House Yon and encounters the force ghosts of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Leia Organa, and Anakin Skywalker, uh where we see him meet Obi-Wan is in the Starlight Lounge. Um and each one of them tells tell tales of summer far summer fun gone wrong. Finn will learn about what vacations can really mean, and it'll be through the lens of characters ranging from Ben Solo to Darth Vader. Number three, two words.
0: Well, I'd say that tells you why how we're able to bounce around through the timelines and stuff. Yeah. I guess that means Leg- Lego's acknowledging that Finn is um, extremely force sensitive or something.
1: It's that's Lego canon now. It's Lego <laughs> canon. It's almost movie canon, too.
0: Yeah. So. It did all but st- um, cross that line.
1: Yeah. Uh, number three, two words. Oh, wait. Weird Al. Weird Al fat. Y- 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 Yankovic. <laughs> Weird Al Vic is back in the galaxy far, far away. The singer comedian performs a new song, Scarif Beach Party, and also voices Vic Fanco in Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. We don't know much about Vic yet, but you can be seen in the trailer hyping a contest to rule the beach. Weird Al and Star Wars just seem to go together, and it's been too long. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, number four. so
0: only got what, seven or eight songs that are all Star Wars? Yeah. more
1: number four and um i hope zoe doesn't catch these because if they actually make them i'm gonna be stuck buying them tropical looking porgs a couple of colorful birds sit perched atop darth vader's hat greatly resembling octu's famous critters does this mean there are different kinds of porgs throughout the galaxy now we have lots of questions and then number five jokes made for fans even in the short trailer uh the lego sense of humor shines through bb-8 Fresh out of the spa, wearing a cucumber slice over his singular lens. Darth Vader sporting a summer-themed tank top. Shudders at the thought of applying sunblock to palpy. And Jabba lets loose a dance party. At a dance party. Uh, With some obvious, some of it subtle. But it's all fun done with clever love of the saga. That's Lego Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's Lego Star Wars. It's going to be funny.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Cool to see Weird Al getting involved in it.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. And then um, this is someone who I want to bring on the show, and I'm still working on it. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some. That's Ashley Eckstein. And Ashley has crafted um, something called Star Wars Mindful Matters, which is for fans of all ages. Uh, Now, if you follow her on Facebook or not on Facebook, on Instagram, she talks. uh, She does some like Mindful Mondays. And she talks about um, mental health or like Mental Health Monday, something like that. Uh, Because apparently she went through, she has some mental health issues on her own that she battled for a while and has overcome. And she is making that uh, one of her things to bring more awareness to is the mental wellness. Um, But Star Wars Mindful Matters is a new digital series on StarWarsKids.com. But it doesn't have to be for kids, for anyone who has Issues point blank. Um, and it's on the Star Wars kids YouTube channel. It teaches lessons inspired by the ways of the Jedi, hosted by longtime fan favorite actor Ashley Eckstein. Uh she she did some character name uh Ahsoka Tano. Um
0: I don't know if anything will ever become of the, that one. I don't know if that character will ever take off.
1: Yeah. Um worst character ever. <laughs> and we see this in all just Zoe would kill you guys
0: well, she thought y'all no, were serious is isn't just now, but 12 At the time, years ago, it was not. <laughs> oh,
1: a lot of people are like, well, yeah. what,
0: what the heck? When that first movie, when that movie first came out, she was not the favorite character in the movie by most fans. No, I didn't have a problem with her, but there was a lot of fans that had a major problem with the way she was portrayed.
1: I didn't understand why they introduced her as Anakin's Padawan. When again, one of those, there was no reference that he had a Padawan. Ever. And now that he has a pedal
0: problem. Most the most of the problems I heard was um, her just be acting like a kid. And stuff like the R2E and Sky guy and all that type of stuff is what people had a problem with. Ahsoka was just too much of a kid's character. They changed it rapidly. But when Clone Wars first came out, that's a lot of people had a problem with just the way yeah. the dialogue and the stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But but the I love the fact that how- I
2: didn't bother. Yeah. the R2 e did is it's like you know R2 is so much easier to say than R2 e so it's just an extra syllable and it's just but, anyway. but but she was
1: still she was still calling him Sky Guy off and on throughout the entire series
2: yeah um probably not uh, anymore though <laughs> not. He became Darth Vader
1: probably not uh anyway um of course The series is produced in collaboration with Citrone 33. Uh, Episodes cover more thoughtful approaches to mental wellness, including calmness through breathing, connecting with one's surroundings, and facing fears. Uh, Adventure, excitement, a Jedi craves, not these things. Famous quote from Yoda. Uh, Star Wars Mindful Matters understands this. This is what makes these lessons so special. Uh, The series debuted on May 4th, uh, but the origins stretch back 10 years. X uh, time recalls meeting children during appearances at Star Wars weekends at Walt Disney World, and most wanted to know what it took to be a Jedi. At the time, Disney parks offered lightsaber instruction in the form of Jedi Training Academy, but not much centered around the tenets of the Jedi: compassion, mindfulness, the Force. It spurred an idea. Uh, over time, I thought, well, this is Ashley talking. We should be teaching these lessons uh, because these lessons are very important. They're lessons of hope, and they're essentially mindfulness, mindfulness lessons. Uh, in 2018, the concept crystallized into something. Eckstein saw in a digital series uh, for fans of all ages, but especially kids. They need to be learning these lessons. Same lessons that Luke Skywalker and Ray Skywalker and Ahsoka and Anne can learn in Star Wars. Lessons of deep breathing, lessons of grounding, lessons on how to handle your emotions. These are all lessons that they learn. And what if we taught these mindful lessons through the lens of Star Wars? Fortunately, here we are four years later. Uh, Eckstein's interest in mental health goes back, uh, as we were talking before, um, goes back before her time with Star Wars, noting that her sister struggled with issues of anxiety while they were growing up. She recalls the climate around such topics being much different back then, which is why she tries to be outspoken today. Talking about feelings and mental health, even just lessons of mindfulness, there's a stigma around it. She says, it was taboo and you didn't talk about it. Her sister got the help she needed, but Eckstein has had her own battles in the same arena. Experiencing cyberbullying that impacted her greatly, which, you know, as we know because of Ahmed Best and Jake Lloyd with their characters. And, of course, she, as we just talked about, experienced the same type of thing with the beginnings of Ahsoka. Um, uh, Likely
0: for her ahsoka it didn't take long for um i think for a majority of fans to step up and say no wait a minute this character actually has something there
1: yeah um so she says she continues saying uh, i've had to learn a lot about how to navigate my own mental health and navigate these lessons and use mindfulness techniques of meditation and deep breathing to help me in my daily life taking a page from yoda she's taking those lessons and passing on what she has learned uh She collaborated with Lucasfilm to ensure authenticity. I worked closely with Matt Martin from Lucasfilm to make sure all these videos were accurate from a Star Wars story perspective. At the same time, all the lessons and exercises are clinically based and evidence-informed educational resources were provided by On Our Sleeves, the movement for children's mental health. Powered by the behavioral health experts at National Children's Hospital or Nationwide Children's Hospital. Installments are peaceful and calming. Featuring Eckstein out in nature, speaking directly to the camera with minimal musical accompaniment. While clips from Star Wars reinforce her instructions, some episodes even include special guests like Chewbacca, BB-8, and R2-D2, expanding lessons much beyond those of the Jedi. A breathing exercise or a grounding exercise is so much fun, more fun, if you feel like you're training to be a Jedi if you're learning how to feel the force the exercise by design can be done in a short amount of time but make a real difference or next time Eckstein's hope is that any fan that tries star wars mindful manners will find something that speaks to them uh, star wars is for everyone and is for all ages she says it's very important to me that regardless of age everyone will want to watch these videos and do these exercises and that everyone will relate to them so, uh, me personally, I'm probably going to start checking these out. Someone out on uh, medical Leaf.
0: Yeah, I just looked on um, YouTube. As of right now, there's like five or six or seven of them already up.
1: Yeah, you know what? I don't
0: know how many are going to be in the series,
1: but. And I I'm already subscribed to Star Wars Kids, so I'm going to be watching these. Yeah. So,
0: there's a couple other shows because I've not checked out that channel in a minute. Um, there's a couple other shows that looked interesting on there
1: that yeah. I might want to check out.
0: One is I've only seen one episode, but I want to go back and watch the Jedi challenge or Temple challenge.
1: Yeah, I need to go back that's and finish. One,
0: that was fun to watch the one I saw. And all those
1: are up on there. Yeah. Oh, Derek and I, we, we talked about two weeks ago, Derek, about George R.R. R. Martin talking about the toxic fandoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, we're seeing that same kind of thing here. That that's what if I mean, look how that has affected people in the Star Wars community. I mean, actors alone. Kelly Marie Tran, John Boyega off of, off of social media because of the Star Wars fandom. because of the bullying. Yep. I, I'm yep. glad to see Ashley Eckstein it wrote it out. Um, it's, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Derek, I think we have made the comment. If, if you claim to be a fan and all you do is gripe and complain about the franchise and it's and all, and all your conversations about the franchise is negative. You're not a fan. Nope. You might think you are, but you are not. I mean, you know, we've discussed here. I, ha- I have some problems with, um, like, something I'm not sure. Um uh, yeah, though- that. Yeah, that too. Um, even though Phantom Menace is at the bottom of my list of the saga films, I have the most issues and problems with Last Jedi. It's the one I could pick apart the most. Doesn't mean I don't love the film. It's just like these guys here. They have a lot of problems with Rise of Skywalker. Doesn't mean they they hate it. Doesn't mean that they hate it and despise it and will never watch it
2: again. Yeah, but not not only that, on a whole different level, like, okay, if you didn't like uh, Rise of Skywalker, if you didn't like The Last Jedi, you don't like the the sequels, whatever. That's fine. You're allowed to not like them. But to attack... The actors on social media and all that garbage. That's not what being a fan is. Exactly. I mean, if Last Jedi comes on TBS, I will
1: stop and watch it. It's a Star Wars. Star Wars is on TV. Time to watch. Mm -hmm. I stop. Oh, it's Last Jedi. It's the Last Jedi. Okay. Well, I'm still going to watch Star Wars. No big deal. During commercial, I'll, I'll start guide surfing to see what else is on just to see if there is something that will pull my interest away. A lot of times there's not, but I'm watching it. I mean, same thing with Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is one that if there's something else that will grab my attention, I may pull away. But if not, I still watch it because of Star Wars. I love Star Wars.
0: Hey, as as I've always said, any day of the week, bad, terrible Star Wars is better than probably 75% of anything else that's out there.
1: I would rather have bad Star Wars than good Twilight.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing. A uh, way to
2: swing it, the low-hanging fruit. Then <laughs> and I, and I am quite safe. <laughs> I am quite safe then. Yeah, you know, low-hanging fruit, no kidding, can I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you like Twilight, you're a man, turn in your man card.
2: Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, people are allowed to like what they like. True. Yeah. And
1: I say it, I say it
2: jokingly because it used to be that
1: the, f- the phrase, the, 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 um, the catchphrase or the, uh, the tagline for Weeby Geeks used to be prior to the official voice of the Geek Revolution or your official voice of the Geek Revolution, used to be everything but chick flicks and Twilight. And that's the reaction I got most of the time when I said it. That slight, like, <laughs> okay. And, and we did it to make fun. Um, it, it's just for me, it's, I understand there's a lot of Twilight fans out there. Awesome. Good on you. It's an acceptable fandom. I recognize that fandom. It's just not a fandom for me. And it took, and and it spun off a fan fiction story, a Twilight fan fiction story that turned into another interesting franchise with the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Can you believe that was was Twilight fan fiction?
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. I am aware of that. And, and, well, I can't really comment on that because I've never read it or watched it. Yeah, me either. I haven't either. So anyway,
1: moving right along. Sorry. Uh, Star Wars original X-Wing prop from A New Hope sells for over $2 million. Yes, I saw that. Um, Wish I had that type of pocket change because I would have gone after it myself. (laughs) Um, So according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, an X-Wing fighter model used in the original Star Wars sold for $2.3 million at auction. According to Prop Store Auction, the Red Leader X-Wing miniature model created by Industrial Light and Magic was estimated to sell between 500000 to $1 million. However, final price ended up being a whopping $2,375,000. Wow. The X-Wing belonged to squadr- Squadron Leader Gavin D- Drace, who was played by Drew Henley in the film. Apparently, the model... Is quite rare considering most of them were destroyed by pyrotechnics during the filming of the Death Star Battle.
2: <laughs>
1: um, here is the description of the item. The X-Wing fighter model is preserved extremely well and remains in excellent condition. The lightweight, rigid foam remains solid, and the original unrestored paintwork is in excellent condition, with only subtle flaking in small areas. One of the laser cannons exhibits small warpage. And one of the scratch-built laser cannon tip assemblies is loose. The Pyro X-wing was intended to mount on a C-stand. You know okay.
2: If if you're if you're um if you're getting a movie prop like that, you want all that, all those dings and dents and stuff. You don't want you don't want a pristine oh, no. model. You want something that you can tell has been used.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, hopefully this is going to a museum somewhere or something and not just going to sit on some guy's um, shelf.
2: It belongs in a museum.
1: It belongs (laughs) on my shelf. Uh, The pyro X-wing was intended to mount on a C-stand with a hole in the back of the fuselage or to be hung from wires during filming. There are several small holes in the top of the fuselage related to hanging the model on wires. A custom made aluminum stand that supports the model through the fuselage is included with the piece as is a wooden transport crate. Uh, the model screen matches to a sp- specific pyro shot of an explosion going off on Red Leader's engine in the film. Uh, the fact that it was actual screen used and a pyro shot, a money shot, yeah, this would be great. Mm. Th- this is pretty cool.
0: It'd be funny if something like came out and found out that the person bidding on this that won it actually was doing it on behalf of Lucasfilm or something. <laughs> they just wanted it back.
1: Yeah. Well that would be Disney at this point. Disney's handling the archives now.
0: And that's not even a drop in the bucket for Disney.
1: No, no. Me, the the yeah, prop
0: but that, they probably
1: just asked for it. Yeah. For me, the prop that I want from a film is I want one of the ad ads. I don't care the size. I want a screen used ad. ad. I want one of the screen used ad ads. I don't care if it's one that's been absolutely torched after a pyro explosion. I want a screen used ad. ad.
0: I have one out in my garage that so I can make it look like a screen used. Don't think it's the same. I would want a Death Star.
1: Yeah, a piece of the Death Star would be cool too.
0: See, for me, I would—I'd rather um, the actual proper because, like, blasters or lightsabers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know there's a lot more of those around.
1: I wouldn't mind having one of the extras, extras from uh, like Attack of the Clones.
0: Yeah. Well, when you got into the prequels, you had a whole lot more of that of that stuff available. The original trilogy had very few of any of it. Other than like maybe stormtrooper rifles. But like Hans Blaster, there's only there's probably only four or five of them total. Right. The lightsabers, there was like probably two of each of them, and that's it.
2: I want Jingle Fett's head. <laughs> Not just Not the shadow the Cloud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want the actual head. That's just so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna
0: on a ladder or just <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, maybe.
1: So, well, y'all hear the latest rumor? Yeah, I saw
2: this one. I was like, I don't know.
1: Latest rumor, Cal Kestis may be getting his own spinoff series on Disney+. Plus.
2: Yeah, but I've seen rumors like that before. We'll see. Uh, I think he brought this up earlier today because she saw it.
1: While he's going to be appearing again in the forthcoming 2023 sequel, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, it sounds like Disney could have bigger plans for him moving forward. Uh, according to Kristen Harloff, Disney and Lucasfilm are in the process of working on a new TV series associated with Kestis that would eventually come to Disney+. Cameron Monaghan, who, who portrays Kestis in Fallen Order, is said to have signed on to play the character once again. Which makes sense because he... He essentially looks... I mean, they they made the character... I mean, the, the looks of the character is off him.
2: Yeah, modeled after him, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's modeled... Direct, it's, it's it's almost like the, they made the toy as if he had already been in the series and then just translated it to the game instead of coming up with a whole new look for the character using his voice. It is him. Um, production dates... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Let's no, say. Pre- go ahead. Production dates said to have not been locked in yet. However... Uh, this means that the show could still be pretty far away from releasing if it's real.
0: Yeah, they're more than likely if the if this is something they want to do, it would be after Fall in Order um, or Jedi Survivor is out. Right. Yeah, because they wouldn't want to split with any. You want to? Ha- you don't want to be handcuffed by, oh, we got to make sure he's in this position before the when the game you know what I mean when the game's ready and yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So, what would this mean that Survivor is? The last of the franchise game wise, no matter how successful it is.
0: Not necessarily. If they would do a third game, I would think they would have to do it um, after this series has run its course in order to keep the story going. Or else, like I said, you're handcuffed by, Okay, well, this is where it's got to end up at anyway. Like Kenobi, the Kenobi series. We knew for a fact. I mean, it's been a phenomenal show, but we knew for a fact Kenobi's going to survive. Vader's going to survive. Oh, thanks for spoiling it. Luke is gonna survive. Leia is gonna survive. These things—that—that's the—that's the the only problem with bouncing around inside of a an established timeline, with current characters that you know.
2: Yeah, but for me, it's always been like how you look at the story because with something like that, you know how it—you know what happens further on in the future. But this is a story about one piece of time in in the character's history and how they get through that. Right. Yeah. So I'm usually. I'm usually okay with stories like that.
0: The other one for me, I think it would be is, um, even more of, um, I like the video games to say mostly in the video game area, especially when it comes to star Wars, because it's all one it's supposed to be one story. I'm not going to say cohesive, but it's supposed to be all one story.
2: Right. Right.
0: If so, it's like the, the video games stay in the video games. that them be part of the story, but, um, and you can reference it here and there, but, I don't need the video game characters to be on screen because I've already seen them in a movie. It's called a video game, right? It's in, inter- right. especially with the way star Wars games have been made. Um, recently So like, we fell, Fall fallen order of what we're going to see with Jedi survivor and some of these other ones that they are pretty much an interactive movie. Uh-huh. They're not as much uh-huh. battlefront and squadrons and stuff like that are a little different. I mean, the story mode is still a right. story, but it's not as cinematic.
2: Right. And let's fall face it. I mean, cinematic you can adventure. Do more in a game than you can.
1: Oh, yeah. So in a general sense, this is a move that would make quite a bit of sense for both Disney and Lucasfilm. I think we just proved otherwise. Uh, Since Disney purchased the Star Wars franchise, CalCastus is one of the most popular new characters that have come about in any piece of Star Wars media. Okay. I could think of one or two that are more popular that hasn't seen or been talked about for a show. Well, briefly talked about. A lot of teasing towards, but... Nothing definite. I think they deserve a show just as much, if not more, than Kestis. I'm not going to name drop Doctor Afra, um, but just saying. Well, the uh, thing
0: is also hey. with comic book characters, I don't see a comic book character bouncing to the um, up onto the screen in a um, lead
1: role. Came came real close without,
0: go, without coming through somewhere else first. Because um, even something like a Quinlan Vos was a side character in a, one or two episodes of Clone Wars. That's it.
1: You know, we've already had a comic book character be a major role in a series. And that's Chris Anton. Yeah. So. Yeah. But
0: the, you notice that they did have to do a whole lot there. I think they were watching the reaction on that too, because they had to do a whole lot of explaining for people that um to say, wait, what is it? I'm supposed to know this character.
1: Right. Yeah. But that's the nice thing about Afro. If they do, if they do the first couple episodes, right. To build the backstory of the character. And if they duplicate a look, li- they don't really talk about her backstory a lot in the comics either. I mean, there's quite a bit of flashbacks, but I mean, she comes right into it in the comics. Okay. They could do that with a series as well with her. I think everything would be fine.
0: Possibly. I don't see her in her own series. If they do a Darth Vader series, which is one of the rumors that's out there, I could see her being a side Mm -hmm. character in that. I could too. Yeah. Depending on when they put it.
2: But then you also have to do storylines that won't conflict with what's happened in the comics. Right. That's the
1: other problem. But I think doing a Afro series that has Vader tied in is still constantly trying to hunt her down because of what she has done. They can they can flashback to yeah stuff from the comics and and bring those to to life it would be cool as well.
0: Before the, before the Boba Fett series, Chrisanson never actually carried his own book, did he? He was a um no. he was a side nope. character in other books. Yes. Well, that's he, and if you look at yep. the Boba Fett series, it's the same thing. He was a side character in that.
1: He just got his his only he he got a one shot that came out a month or two ago.
0: Yeah, that was because of what he because of Boba Fett, not because of his other appearances in comics.
1: I figured that was already in the works before Book of Boba Fett came out. Remember, it takes.
0: I don't know. Well, yeah, before it came out, but not before he was actually in Boba Fett. Because they remember that one's been filming for two years.
1: Right. I'm sure they knew that was coming. They knew they could probably do a book to support it.
0: Yeah, it was just a tie in for that.
1: It was just a tie in, yeah. So, um,
0: that's why I think I don't think Afra going to, would ever get her own series. I think she'd be a side character or a um, cameo in something else.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah I think, prob-
0: I don't, because even the biggest, the huge, biggest character that's coming out, come out of anything other than on screen to make it onto the screen, I don't think would ever get his show either. Cause Thrawn, Thrawn, I think is the biggest pull from literature or comics mm. or video games or anything to make it onto the screen
1: right and he's
0: still not got his own so he's not, the other he's thing have his own series
2: right but it's and the other thing them is, years to work him in they wouldn't i can't see them making a series on a character that's not uh known to the mainstream audience see i think Thrawn's gonna have more of a tie-in with the ahsoka series
0: oh yeah he's the villain for the ahsoka series yeah
1: so in many ways, he's getting his own series. It's, it's just tied in with he's the antagonist for, for Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, they, they've basically all but confirmed that Ahsoka is the live action continuation of Rebels.
1: Right. So I mean, there's there's nothing that says I mean if she's the lead female of a series and not the and part of the focus of the series, I, I can see Ahsoka or I can see Afra having a series.
0: They would have to do a whole lot of work setting it up first. Yeah. Because they had, like I said, they would have to um, explain to the mainstream audience who in the world this character is. I almost—that's why she would have to come in as a side character somewhere else. Work it up to enough that um, the mainstream audience is um, saying enough of, "Hey, I want this character."
1: I I almost want to see her in the animated series where she's part of a team.
2: That could be something. And I think that's how it'll work. But
1: live action, I don't know if she's ready yet.
2: When she first
0: comes in in the comics, about where where are we at in the timeline? Uh,
1: right the after the fall. Right after the fall of the Death Star, first Death Star.
0: So okay, so and then um, there's no there's no animated in that area right now, though. Is the problem?
1: Every yeah, and she's still active all the way through uh, the events post Empire Strikes Back. leading, yeah. leading up to
0: so that's in that time frame. Yeah, because yeah, right now, could. Bad Batch is the Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi are the two that we know of. And Bad Batch is right after episode 3. Tales of the Jedi is going to be all during the prequels.
1: Right. And remember, Aphra is an archaeologist. Yeah. So, you know, maybe she is still looking on still looking for things with a team for Vader.
2: You could introduce Aphra in, um, like, the Andor series. Yeah. That's a possibility, too. Maybe she's like in school or something. Yeah, because she's like
1: an anti-hero, even though she's supposedly working with in the Empire, you know, she's also working on her own as well. Yeah. It's like, unlike Han Solo, who's more, who leans more towards the rebellion. She leans more, she'll lean more towards the Empire. And realistically, she leans more towards wherever the money's going to take her.
0: That's where Han Solo was when we first start. So,
1: um, but Calcastus, uh it'd be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, it'd be, like I said, I don't see them doing it, but it, it, there's plenty of story there.
2: Yeah, but also, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really would want it, it though. Yeah, like I love I love the character as far as the game goes, but I'm kind of like how you said, Ken. I don't know if I'd want to see him necessarily come to a live action series.
1: If they're if they're going to do only three games, do the three games, then bring them to the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way you yeah. can fin- that way you can finish them off however you want to finish them off. Provided he's not killed off in the game.
0: At some point, he's going to have to, he may have to be. <laughs> because the, the problem is, they've introduced all these um, surviving Jedi. And um, I know, right? By the time you get to the original trilogy, there's supposed to be like nobody out there. Right. Yeah. And we know and at least like, five or six. Or, Jedi. on You can count on two hand, uh, up to at least 10 Jedi that were actually powerful. They knew what they're doing. They're still running around.
1: But we also know, too, it's implied at the end of Revenge of the Sith that a lot more survived than and we're led on to believe.
0: True. Exactly. So, so. But the thing is, like I said, you're trying to, um, you get to the time of the Empire, the Dark Times, and you're try you got to kind of um, show that there's not many left. Right. Like the Inquisitor, when we get to Kenobi, the Inquisitors already think they've gotten most of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh,
0: they, they do have a count of how many Jedi there were. Yeah. I'm sure the Jedi Order had records of how many Jedi were out there.
1: Oh, I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah, sure.
0: And the inquisitors could easily count. <laughs> the empire can easily count the ones they've killed.
1: Yep. yep. So uh, speaking of Kenobi, um, I put up here for us for, for our finale. Uh, if you guys have the link up, which Obi-Wan Kenobi are you? It's a 10 question quiz. So let's take it. See where we get uh one what's obi-wan kenobi's are there i will find out here in a second so uh number one what's your favorite color gray blue green or red let me know when it's time for me to move on
2: whose favorite color is gray I
1: don't know. eeyore
2: i got mine i'm not i'll say it okay.
1: number two what's your favorite season bake got it. winter pre-bake or fall i mean summer winter spring or fall <laughs> sorry i was doing florida seasons
2: Yeah, I don't know why there's only four seasons. We have about twelve seasons up here in New England. Football and hockey and basketball don't count. No, we have we have like summer, fake summer, uh, not quite winter, (laughs) winter. Just kidding, really winter.
1: winter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite game? Hide and seek,
0: tag. It's not here, huh? It's not even on here. What? If I had to choose a favorite game, it'd be baseball.
1: Sorry, hide-and-seek, tag, basketball, or tennis?
0: Hide-and-seek, because I can sit and do nothing.
2: Yep, that's what I was thinking. All
0: set. (laughs) Number four. If you're really good at hiding, you can be lazy.
1: How do you (laughs) unwind? Meditation, writing, travel, rest. Got it. Well, number five. What kind of jobs best suit you? Soldier, detective, negotiator, teacher?
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: Yep. Number six, which Star Wars character would you most want as your Jedi Master? Anakin, Wigan, Yoda, or Dooku?
2: Got it.
1: Number seven, what's your best quality? Empathy, patience, fortitude, all of the above. Got it. How attached do you feel to the people around you? A Jedi avoids attachments. Friends that are like family.
2: I still struggle there, not at all. <laughs> I'm on question nine already and yep. there's one answer that was very easy. That's a very <laughs> easy one for me to answer.
1: How do you prefer to travel? Car, train, boat? I'd rather stay home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got it.
1: And then number 10, what's your favorite Obi-Wan Kenobi quote? The boy is dangerous. If you said the word, I would have left the Jedi Order. Hello there. Stay hidden.
2: Got it. And
1: what did y'all come up with?
2: I'm Ben Kenobi. Kenobi. I'm Ben Kenobi. Huh? I am General Kenobi. Oh, ho.
1: I am Jedi Master
0: Kenobi. Huh. So well, that's excel. Uh, it says you excel at strategy and following the rules and orders. Although you prefer more passive methods of conflict resolution. When you need to jump into the fray, you do. Now that you know which Kenobi character you are, why not try the layout quiz?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, f- go ahead, Derek, with yours.
2: Mine says, uh, you're Ben Kenobi. Yes, that old hermit. That's pretty true. You may get labeled as a crazy wizard by some, but you've worked hard to reclaim your purpose. When you get knocked down by life with a little patience, you find a way to get back up to fight another day.
1: Uh, for me... Uh, You're Jedi Master Kenobi. You worked hard to achieve this calm. Even in moments of conflict, you know how to center yourself, think through all the possible outcomes, and make the best choice for the greater good. So I'm going to share this to my Facebook. Me too. Why not? So uh, any final thoughts, guys? Nope. Uh, I thought
0: I... um, Remember, anybody who's out there who's, uh, who's doing the Star Wars card trader app, remember, I'm still on there if you want to trade. I'm accepting most trades if if you have it. Look up GW1 Ken, all word, all one word.
1: I will post my my name and info on Twitter, on the Wookiee Radio Twitter page. So uh probably won't be till this weekend because tomorrow I'm going to be quite laid up. <laughs> so uh, what about you, Derek? You said no final thoughts?
2: Mm, nah, I
1: got nothing. You got nothing. Well, on that note, only one thing left to be said.
2: Give the evacuation code
1: signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull on, No, I'm all right. I'm all right! Ah! I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs>